recording in progress. All right, family out there. Good morning. It is the 11th. It is the 11th at 8.30. On the Doddington thing. All right. It is the 11th. And nobody is awake. <laughs> Wake y'all butts up. Okay, so I think yes, nope. Okay, I'll do it again. Or Oh, it's crazy. You can't stop shit from popping up on your damn live. All right. So this is the time for you guys at home to do the same thing that I'm doing right now. Right now, I'm sharing the video. So, yeah. I kind of want you guys to do the same thing. That would be dope. All right, so this is the part. You know how this got this goes, guys. We want you to subscribe, right? We want you to, if you already subscribe, we want you to unsubscribe and resubscribe. Yes, this includes you. Stop thinking you niggas are special. Um, in fact, it's the exact opposite. You think that I'm not talking to you because you're always watching. No, it's you. That's the leader. It's you that I count on. It's my faithfuls. So you're thinking like, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm always in all ink. You know, I'm a, no, 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 no. I need you to unsubscribe, resubscribe, click the notification bell, copy the URL, share it to your Facebook, your Instagram, your TikTok. I say that every video and like half of y'all never do it. Like, I need you to actually go ahead and do that. That's free. Right? Um, and then I need you to send me some money. Remember, this is the send the money series. This is not, this is, yeah, this is not that. This is, this is, yeah. 
So we want you to support dollar sign Minister Inky, dollar sign M-I-N-I-S-T-E-R-E-N-Q-I. We want you to go to the Patreon, support the Patreon. It is because of the Patreon solely that we are able to um, do projects like this. So it is official. I, I'm wrestling with the idea of whether I'm going to continue to update the book or not. But as of this morning, it's on the website. It is 1,147 pages. Um, so uh, most of which we're going to try to get through today. 1,147 pages. So um, enjoy that. It's completely free, courtesy of the Patreons. Um, so go get that, AmericanHealer.website. Go download that now, right? So that way, as we go through it, you guys will have yours because I'll probably skip pages and, and things like that. And um yeah, I'll be skipping some pages, and I want you guys to be able to get the full, the full experience. Obviously, we're going to have to be moving at light speed, um, pun intended, to try to get to a thousand pages or eleven hundred pages in a day. Um, let me pull it up on the screen here. And we can take a look at it before we even get to going. Just pulling it up. Is that it? Yeah. So you guys can see. Eleven forty seven. All right. Eleven hundred and forty seven slides. I want to say maybe, I don't know, maybe two or 300 of these you may, you may have seen. Hopefully you've seen more than that and try to familiarize you guys with as much of this stuff as possible. That way we can, uh, Lights, action, let's get ready to rumble. Shout out to, shout out to Smack. Shout out to Smack and Black. Smack Cam Black. I hope I'm not messing up your name. Shout out to Smack Cam Black for the cash app to start us off. The first person, everybody should follow your lead. 
Everybody should follow your lead. We definitely appreciate that. Okay, let's get over here to the work. It's early in the morning. The early bird gets the worm. Everybody else got to squirm to get the turn. So we are going to get busy with the get busy. All right, so if you have not seen the American Healer documentary, go and watch it. In fact, even if you already seen it, but you haven't seen it in a while, it is time for you to refresh your memory because this is the story of that documentary. Freemasonry is the story of that documentary. So let's take a peruse through here. You should be familiar with these gentlemen. Less familiar with this gentleman, but this is one of my um, beloved mentors, Dr. Brown. Time began when the triangle genetics of the first waters released the first idea to spread and duplicate itself as living waters. Then as hydrated carbon to feed the living waters, H2O in every carbohydrate. Life began as these bodies of water continued to emit various universal ideas we know as frequencies. The bond between specific frequencies strengthened and hardened into a divine land. These unified divine principles we today call America. The record of all that we emit is time. We know this by heart. Our life is the beat. God is music. Creation is the symphony. Harmony is divinity. Thus, each creation has a resonant frequency at its heart, and friction is the path of recreation. To heal is to become sound. To be a healer is to conduct. The self-organizing universal light in our temples are the only thing we recognize as having a universal value being built without the hands or tools of man. Hence the term charge is a profound entendre. We equate with paying attention and spending time. Our system of workship centers on balancing our interests for preventative primary care in the health space, publicly pulling our weight to earn respect and avoid saving face. The eightfold path to enlightenment begins at the smallest scale beyond particles, forms a template for our infinity and manifests as the eight histones, the eight resonant cavities in our head, the eight sets of cranial nerves, the eight electrons on the atoms of oxygen we breathe. Most proteins are 16% nitrogen, two number eights. The maximum number of electrons in a valence or even the 808 we've affectionately named our perfect low frequency drum music, the core of ancient spirituality, which coincidentally happens to be the name of the father of modern spirituality, Abraham. The eightfold path is life. Life is the light that is felt but not seen. It inspires and we respire. 
It's the sound of our atmosphere and planet resonating together in ancient times known as Shu and his twin engaged in recreation. In modern times, as the Shu man frequencies, responsible for the initiation of our individual brainwaves. We give praise to our creator within via the art of soul crafting, as well as give thanks that the most high has revealed its true nature to the healer of our promised land, Dr. Inky. Rethink your pigments. God is a self-perpetuating field of music consisting of electromagnetic tension balanced by the floating compression of sound waves. The reason acoustic waves are easily convertible into electromagnetic waves, both of which are convertible by pigment into emotion. God is music. And we are blessed from God with self-organizing universal light. It's our challenge to stay lit. This is the story of how Mason retaught me how to heal my daughter's broken neck and spine, as well as diabetes, cancer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All of, all of the good stuff y'all saw in the American Healer documentary. All right? So right away, right? I want you uh, I, I want you guys to understand that we're having this journey because it's time to go deeper. It's time to go deeper. And I need you guys to understand that crime. Hold on. Where am I? Right. So I need you guys to understand that crime. We're just going to be a, like every time I remember it, I'm going to say it. Crime is not our culture. Crime is not our culture. We learned that in the Jim Crow South. We learned that from our slave masters or our captors. We learned that our culture on this planet as black and brown people the world over has never been anything else but masonry. And that is the big secret. The big secret is you have been stripped from your culture and the fruits of masonry. Listen to what I'm telling you. The fruits of masonry are your laptop, your cell phone, your TV, wireless electricity, power. That's power. Power is not, power is not the fear that you generate by belonging to a gang. Power is not the control of other people because you can decide who gets hired or fired. That's not real power. Power literally is controlling electromagnetism. That's power. That's real power. Power is the ability to send messages wirelessly through the air. Like that's power. Power is the ability 
to take a, a raw piece of copper, coil it up and use a crystal and an amplifier to make a wireless communication device or radio. Hint, hint, wink, wink. We forget. We say radio, we think in music. We, we forget that radio is also the walkie-talkie or the CB. And I'm going to show you how that, that coiled copper technology is all up in your, in your holy, holy, so to speak. Right? We're, going to, we're going to look at just Yeah, so for all of the initiates, whether you guys are um, Masons or any other system out there, you're going to get a lot from today's talks. Um, for the people who are not initiated, you will learn today what masonry actually uh, looks like. And it doesn't look like Hillary Clinton in the pizza place with kids tied up in the basement. That's that's not masonry, people. Right? So um, hopefully we um, get rid of some fear, some ignorance, and some superstition throughout the course of this conversation. And um, in doing that, I want to show you guys um, my favorite sport, which is basketball. And I want to show you guys that basketball is Freemasonry. So we're going to start right there, right? Basketball is Freemasonry. Basketball is not the totality of Freemasonry. It's not the totality, but basketball is very much a free mason game it is a game of masonry period every time you see basketball you are participating in masonry you're becoming a mason vicariously through the athletes and the teams that you're watching and supporting and so with king james being crowned i thought it would be really nice for me to show you guys the masonry of basketball so that you can understand beyond a shadow of a doubt all, all of those weird goofy things you've seen on the internet from jordan maxwell to all of the ignorant black people that regurgitate and remix jordan maxwell and david ike and all those people hopefully we'll be able to put a lot of those ideas to rest um Tomorrow, I'll be doing a, um, uh, a series uh, with, with Crumb and uh, the brothers over there. Uh, shout out to Crumb TV. Shout out to MOI. Shout out to Crip Jesus. Um, yes, you heard you heard that right. Crip Jesus. Okay, that's that's a person. Okay, so if you want to meet Crip Jesus, you can uh, tune in tomorrow. Um, and the brother's going to break down his story to you. It's a really remarkable story and transformation. So, um, but anyway, let's get to this work. Okay. My phone is buzzing, but it's not buzzing with Cash App. So just stop, stop hitting my phone if you not hit my phone with a Cash App. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. No, I'm just kidding. All of the support matters. Right. So anyway, we start here. Right. The reason why I put these here again is because I want to familiarize people to what masonry actually looks like. And 
our world is largely shaped by masonry. It's not, it's not an American thing. It's not a European thing. It is an ancient African thing. It is an ancient civilization thing. So what you see on the screen are some of the stones that actually are still talking to this day, shaping our reality, right? A lot of us may have forgot that the Ten Commandments, like when, when we having these conversations about, oh, the boogeyman, they're, they're masons, oh my God. Did you forget that Moses brung down the commandments on two stone tablets? God could have chose anything, but in the Bible, God is a architect. God is a mason. God is, God is described in the Bible as a mason and architect. So for those of us that are in the know, it just makes sense that the law would be inscribed in stone. You see how that goes? It's, yeah. So we need you guys to get this kind of concept and reacclimate yourself. You got to understand that your history has been stripped from you, and I'm trying to restore it. Right? Now, I want you to understand when you're dealing with real science, number, especially light, right? We talk about God being light or the highest form of light, which is harmonic light, right? Which we can only interpret as music. You have to understand that numbers are going to be the most significant way for you to be able to quantify and qualify light, sound, et cetera, et cetera. So, Certain things you will see repetitively just seem to pop up. And if you don't know any better, it'll be waved off as coincidence. Like if you see a, a ship, if you see a ship over your house and you sure what you saw, but then somebody else tell you, oh, that what you saw was, you know, like the Will Smith. Like, oh, that was a weather balloon. See what had happened was we're not going to do none of that. What had happened was over here today. Today, we're going to be taking note of all of the different little nuances and signatures that might be there to point us into a direction. So um, the number eight is significant all on its own because the number eight has always been synonymous with the original eight gods or forces that created all of life and sustain all of life as told to us by the pyramid builders, right? So whether we think that the pyramid builders knew anything or not, that will uh, largely play a role in uh, how we look at the, the, you know, some of these other things. But the number eight, we just leave that there. And then we take the two, 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 that adds up to a six. Six plus six is 12. We reduce the 12 to a three. Two, four, and one, that's a seven plus two is nine. We just sit that there and we see that there is a unique, a unique coinkydink that just pops on up here. Now, I don't believe in coincidences, but maybe you do. 
one number just happens to be the square of the other, right? And we're just going to leave that there. There's a stone that's the square of the other stone. That, that's all. And both of these stones are inscribed with knowledge. So there's light in these stones. Okay. Yep. We're going to move. Uh, limestone stores electrical charge. Granite is able to electrify air and water. Granite is, is a very magical material, right? So when we look at the electromagnetic construction associated with the pyramid, we're going to see a whole different, you know, we're going to get a whole different understanding, especially um, if we get into plasma physics and some of those more complex things, uh, if we have time for that today. The pyramid is missing the capstone, which is the reason why um, there are a couple of allusions to that in masonry, right? The missing word, um, the missing 33rd degree. And they're like, wait a minute, there's no missing 33rd degree. 33rd degree is not missing. Um, it's not missing, but you can't get it, right? The only thing you can get is the 32nd. The 33rd is something that has to be um, gifted, to you so to speak you you don't you don't you can't just get the 33rd it doesn't go like that right so you are, are you can build only up to a certain extent dedicated to my children my studies tell me that masonic science is about building knowledge of self-organizing universal light i do not think this is just philosophical as the nature of masonry is labor my studies tell me that everything we learn, we must use to continue to build the temple of the Lord brick by brick or person by person. We do not teach a lower nature. Science does not support that idea. However, we do teach that the collective body of mitochondria have their own mind, emotions and thoughts. This is a real living organism in us that is not of us. We must constrain them via exercise, diet, and a moral code of self-motivated balance via discipline. It is my theory that all of the secrets of masonry are only esoteric in 2023 because they have not been unraveled yet. I do not see a possibility of men from hundreds or thousands of years ago going to all this trouble to maintain science that is not applicable in real time. I further levy that the unification, health, energy, and family issues will be solved with the collective effort at moving away from superstition, the true enemy of the ancient and modern Mason. Um, in the book, I have included a, a very important prayer. It is the oldest um, it is the oldest book uh, found in ancient Kemet, and it is the most important book found in ancient Kemet. So it is here. Um, it's a prayer, and I suggest that you say it every day. I say it every day. 
and it, it changes the energy around me. So I'm not going to go. It's, it's, it's a little lengthy. So we, we won't do that right here because we're trying to do 1,147 slides today, right? But it'll be there when you go to the website. Remember, go to the website, AmericanHealer.website. It's not .com, not .net. It is .website, AmericanHealer.website. And get your free copy of this entire presentation. It's 1,147 pages provided completely free to you via the patrons and the good supporters. All right. I only speak on King James as a witness testifying to greatness. After you study this book good, I want you to rethink that goat convo starting with his birthday. Court. The King's Court. Now, I need y'all to work with me because some of these things, that's not how we do by now. Some of these things may seem unconnected, but by the time we get to the, by the time we get a few slides into this basketball story, I think you guys will start. Because I was over with the brothers and we was on uh, we was on Crumb the other night. We was on Crumb the other night and I was, you know, giving them like a little sneak preview of this. And I just, you know, I got a couple questions after. So I was like, okay, let me let me make sure I take care of those little pieces. So follow along and just, you know, um, keep in mind, this is not a um, LeBron is a devil worship and blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. I'm a Mason. I love Masonry. I love basketball. I love LeBron, right? So I'm doing this to show you guys your real culture. I'm doing this to show you guys the real the way to really be successful out here in this world. Like our culture is not drugs, guns, you know, uh, short skirts with your vagina hanging out. Like that's not our culture. And you're being, let me, let me bring it back so you can see me. You're being systemically led away from that actual real culture by fear. It's the Scooby-Doo syndrome. I'm telling you now, it's the Scooby-Doo syndrome. And I'm gonna keep saying it because it's the most blatant, clean, clear analogy to what we're going through as a people. You got an insanely large inheritance. This is your inheritance civilization how to civilize how to build that's your inheritance but you don't know the value of your inheritance so now you got somebody that done dressed up in a mask and they all over your property trying to scare people off and you getting scared i'm looking at you niggas on the internet oh look at that it's Freemasons. It's, they they making the, the system doing this and they they kidnapping kids and look at the masons doing this and this you niggas is listening to the monster in the, so you need Shaggy and, and Scoob, you know what I'm saying? You need Shaggy and Scoob to come here and pull a mask off of the bad guy so you can realize, A, you're scared of nothing. You're scared of, of a lie. You're scared of an illusion. You're scared of Maya. You're scared of a veil. It's nothing, smoke and mirrors. 
But the reason why so much money and time and effort is put into those smoke and mirrors is to keep you from understanding the value of what your family left you, your ancestors left you. It pains me. It hurts me when I watch these videos and people are passionate. Ooh, look at Jay-Z. Jay-Z is clearly with the Illuminati. It's evil. Look, he's throwing up a pyramid. I'm like, wait a minute. So the pyramids are the sign of the devil worship? What? That shows me that even the people that think they're educated, even the people that think they know history, even the people that think they know sociology, even the people that think they know science are dumb as They don't know. Oh, yeah, we built those pyramids. Okay. Where's the blueprint? Where's the paperwork? What you got? You think that people that's high and drunk all day popping pills because they're doing shit that they can't cope with, so they got to stay high all day to numb the reality of what they're... Like, I promise you, those types of people didn't build no pyramids. And I promise you, you have no record on this planet of us being, of us practicing this type of culture with the shooting each other, the 13 year old, with the kids killing each other and high and raping. You have no record. There is no record of, of black and brown people behaving this savage in the history of mankind on this planet. Period. So post-traumatic slave syndrome ain't some depression shit. Post-traumatic slave syndrome is singing about killing each other. Post-traumatic slave syndrome is singing about raping each other. You guys don't understand what singing is. That's why all of your holy books tell you that the only way that you can commune with God is through singing. It's through sound. It's through music. Look at the Bible. Clap for God. Dance for God. Sing for God. Chant for God. Do poetry for God. Otherwise, God's not listening. So now, if we take all of the sounds that we've made in the last 40 years and think about what we've created in the ionosphere or the magnetic um, the magnetic field that locks in all this information. Let's get to work. Let's get to work because I'll be there talking. Y'all know how I do. Let's just get back to work. All right. King's Court. Court, a tribunal, try, right? Three. A tribunal presided over by a judge, a magistrate, in civil and criminal cases. Tribunal, magistrate, magistrate. Root of magistrate is clearly magi, but we will leave that. And we will just roll 
with the uh, popular definition, which is defined as one who conducts court, right? One who conducts court. And we know that the king has a court, then there's a courtroom, but we also know that they're on a basketball court. So why was the basketball field named a court? Or why was the basketball yard named a court? See, we got to start right there. Why is it called a court? Pure geometry. Humans pretending to be energy. That is the ritual that you see playing out. So when you look at basketball, what you're looking at is the oblong square, a rectangle, but that rectangle is symbolic of a block, a stone, a brick. That block, stone, or brick is symbolic of the cornerstone that you know of as Jesus. And the energy or light circulating within that brick, that oblong square, is the players moving back and forth. So it's a whole divine play that you're watching play out in front of you. And I know you're like, wait a minute. That is not basketball, sir. Basketball is taking a ball and throwing it inside a hoop. Yeah, if it was just that simple, I promise you there would not be billions of dollars invested in and surrounding that game. But we're going to look at it. Right. So basketball is sacred geometry. Sacred geometry is about how shapes control energy. Right. Because a shape of a thing is going to define the pathways that energy or light can take inside that medium. All mass and matter is composed of light. And um, the shape of that mass and matter determines how the light moves in there. So there's a different type of pathway and an expression for light in a rough stone versus a well-polished one, which is the reason why jewelers, right? That's the reason why jewelers take rough stones and they cut them and they polish them so that they can do what? So that they can be brilliant, so that they can be radiant. Now we're going to look at, and again, go ahead to the website, AmericanHealer.website. You can pull this up and get a closer look at these dimensions yourself. So before we even go anywhere, we need to look at the geometry of the court and some of the numbers that pop up. Do you see that number three pop up? Do you see that number 12 pop up? Do you see four and seven pop up? Do you see that 47 pop up? Do you see that 47 pop up? You see three and six pop up? <laughs> they even got a 136 rule. What what like do you see the 72 pop up? Again, family that is not initiated out there, it is cool. You are still gonna learn. But for the other family, some of these things are going to take on a much, much stronger significance. It's just, right? So like I said, I want to give folks a closer look at this geometry.
closer look at this geometry is going to tell you the story. Now, you have two types of backboards, right? You have the rough stone or the unperfected stone, which is for amateurs. So this is why when you get an amateur backboard, the amateur backboard is always round, right? Because it's not perfected. When you get the pro basketball backboard, it is a perfect oblong square. A perfect oblong square. Sorry, I got stuff popping up on my screen. Um, okay, so round is the unperfected amateur, the perfect oblong square. As for pro basketball, you are throwing a spear at an oblong square, which is your compass to get the spear in the cylinder, which symbolizes the third ventricle, the root of the pineal gland. This is the river that all ancient masters went down, AKA the silver cord that binds or the aqueduct of Silvius. So there's a lot of people that know that there's a, um, there's an ancient motif that's told over and over again, and people are very curious about that. Well, basketball also is telling that, you know, the the the, uh, the 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 prophet that was put into the basket and sent down the river, right? The prophet in the basket down the river. You symbolically are doing that when you shoot the ball into the hoop, right? The cylinder. Now. Even the rim, like there's no part of this that's not significant, right? And the most significant thing, obviously, is the rim. That's where the score is. And you see the number 11, right? 11 is perfect. 11 is perfect, right? Keep that in mind. 11 is perfect. 11 is perfection for the master builder, right? The number 11. So I'm sure you guys probably never thought of basketball in this way, but basketball is pure masonry, right? Look at LeBron's favorite shot. Look at LeBron's favorite shot from that side corner, not the deep corner. Not the deep corner, but from that angle where he shoots from, on the elbow, they call it. Well, now you know what he's doing. Every time he makes that shot, that's the three, four, five triangle. Every time he makes that shot, that's what this is. Okay. And then, of course, we have to get into, now, the reason why I put this here, it's just to show you that these hand gestures that you guys are mistakenly calling devil worship, it's, it's, it's not. It's just you don't understand that your hands radiate light and electricity all day, every day. Right now, your hands are radiating light, which is the reason why you put your hands together to pray. Doesn't have anything to do with the amount of bones in your hands. That's that's not why you put your hands together to pray. The reason you put your hands together to pray is because you're bringing that light together, and you're, you're closing the circuit. You're bringing the light together and closing the circuit. All right. So 
mudras mudras is the ancient science that was developed to be able to harness the natural tribal electricity go ahead and look that up tribal t-r-i-b-o tribal electricity that your hands produce right and so you will see that lebron is the king and it is not by mistake it's not by happenstance he was born for this um now here is his pregame ritual here's the pregame ritual so now we have we have the um salute right to god the most high then we have the pyramid and now we have the mudra for shu shu is the god of air which if you're a basketball player you might want to go ahead and tap in <laughs> you might want to go ahead and tap in and figure out oh man they're like yo lebron is not human lebron is not human no lebron is absolutely human but lebron is tapping into real masonry not the masonry that you've been seeing your local fat nasty lodge people that's doing sausage cookouts and shit this is not that masonry so when you see them and you see the shriners and they they doing the parade and you see all them old fat that that's not no don't and I would even go a step further and say that none of them are actually even practicing masonry. None of them are actually even practicing. They they wearing the outfits, they saying the words, but they're not practicing masonry because you can't be obese and be a mason. Not a practicing, not a real practicing mason, because the whole purpose of becoming a mason is to deal with the vices and superfluities of life and constantly be improving yourself. And if you're eating pork and drinking beers and smoking cigarettes obviously you forgot the basis of what it means to be a mason and the purpose of becoming a mason right it's not to get the networking and all that those are perks the purpose was to turn that rough ash law into a perfected one and we do that by dealing with our vices and definitely curtailing and checking the superfluities of life Right. So now we're going to go ahead and get that electricity going, get that fire in our chest. Right. We're going to breathe some of that out and then he spreads it around to whoever's next to him. That's why Tristan is a slick one. Tristan don't know what it is that LeBron is doing, but he makes sure if you go back and watch LeBron pregame, Tristan and Jr. are the, the funniest they always position themselves right next to LeBron to get some of whatever is going on right there. They're not sure what's happening, but they know they want some of that. So now, out of nowhere, if you look in the history books, J.R. Smith is listed as the guy with the most three-pointers in the playoffs history. And you stand yourself, now how the hell did J.R. Smith... Yeah. So that's a hat that says Noah, right? And I need you guys to understand as athletes, 
as athletes, these guys take what they wear, especially LeBron. Every time he comes to the podium, it's a statement. There's nothing that you see there by mistake. There's nothing you see there when he hits the podium by mistake. And so when you start to look at these numbers, you're going to see particular things popping up. And this run to the throne, this run to the crown, has not only been remarkable to watch as just a um, just a just an average John, you know, just somebody that doesn't really know what they're fully seeing, you know, just for the excitement. But for those of us in the know, it's been insanely exciting, like a super roller coaster. Right. So just look at these numbers pop out to you. Right. You know, 26 is the number of God. So that's you don't even got to play with the 26. That is God's number. But then if you do decide to reduce it, you know, it's a number eight. And that lines up with the same thing that the Egyptians said. So the Bible says that 26 is God. And the, the, comedic, uh, the comedic philosophy is that the number eight, which is two plus six, represents the uh, primordial gods that created the entire world. So it's not really that much to beef with between the people that um, are people of the Bible and people that are of the papyri or the people that are of the stone walls, right? Because all of the information in Kemet is in stone. So if you're studying ancient Kemet, you are actually a fake Mason. If you study ancient Kemet and you're not a Mason, you're a fake Mason because you're studying the stones, trying to pull all the light from the stones. You're trying to get all the knowledge from the stones. But you're not going to be able to do that if you're not initiated because you don't really know what you're looking at. Anyway, moving forward. Now, this right here is speculation. Now, you might have other ideas after we look at the rest of these slides. But for any real LeBron fan, you know that this is BBZ, right? Or it's supposed to be BBZ. But LeBron is not only a, a builder. LeBron is also a rapper, which means that you can't take everything on face value. You got to know that, yeah, it is a face value, but there's always an entendre or double meaning. So when I looked at that, I immediately, the first thing, and Chase had to correct me. I was like, oh, he got the 33s under the crown. I thought 33s immediately. Chase was like, no, that's for his kids. I was like, wait, let me see that closer. Oh, those are supposed to be bees? Okay, I'll roll with it. <laughs> but for me, the first thing I saw was 33s, right? So anyway, pay attention to these numbers, right? 33. Um, LeBron now wears the number six, and three plus three is six. He used to wear the two three, which is two threes, like Jordan and wears two threes, which is six or magic, which is 32, which is, you know, still two threes or three times two, six. Um, and remember bird, which was the goat. So remember the goats were always like, you're going to notice that this is a recycling pattern, right? So you have magic and, and bird, which is number 32 and number 33. Bird represents Horus and Shu, right? Bird, Birdman. 
The Birdman always has a popular motif in our society. It's no coincidence that um, Baby got that big contract, whatever, whatever, because it's Birdman, you know. So, so everywhere you're going to see this familiar thing. Anyway, um, but you went from Magic and Bird, and then who came? Jordan, you know, two, three, and so you'll you'll see, right? And and what was Kobe's number? You know, you always see these same numbers pop up. Like, no, 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 Kobe wore the eight. Then we talk about that. So all these numbers you'll see, the eight, the three, the six, the two, three, the three, two, you know, number 11. Number 11 is like the. Okay. Anyway, so let's pay attention. The 38-year-old record. 38-year-old record of 38,000 points, right? Pay attention to the numbers now. 38-year-old record of 38,000 points. Three plus eight is 11. Now, the NBA record, 38-year-old record of 38,000 points gets broken by a 38-year-old man, right? And to take it a step further, the 38-year-old man broke the 38-year-old record of 38,000 points on the 38th day of the year. That's correct. February 7th is the 38th day of the year. So I promise you that none of this is happenstance. You're going to see that I, I, I'm showing you, you're going to see masonry in a way that you've never seen it before. This is the living stuff. This is not the Bible, this, that, the other old school. No, this is the new, this is the active. See, this is the active masonry here. Speculative. This is, this is the, this is what you need to know to get these lodges rejuvenated. To get people coming back into the lodge when they know that what they learn and what they, it can be applicable. This is how I saved my daughter's life because my grandfather's a mason, my father's a mason. I grew up in a masonic household. I've been learning masonry like this since I was born. This is how I was taught. This is how my father spoke to me. We always looked at symbols, signs, geometry, number. So anyway, number thirty-eight also uh represents a double tau because 19 is the um the, the the letter tau is the 19th letter and the letter tau is very significant to masons because it it's it starts with kemet you're going to see that all masonry comes from egypt all masonry comes from ancient egypt and the nile being the bloodstream of Osiris, that's how it was represented. But the Nile was the most important thing there. And they used a towel to measure the Nile. So the towel became the most important um, tool. The towel was the most important working tool, hint, hint, wink, wink, of all of the Masons in that time. The towel was the most important working tool. So... Um, you see it in the Quran 
very pronounced. The entire Quran is based on the Tau or the number 19. And that's because obviously Al Makmun and the Arabs broke into the pyramid in 820 and that's where they stole all of their math and blah 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 so obviously they would incorporate that into their holy books um but that's where the number that's why the number 19 is in the quran it's not because it's a divine whatever whatever it's because it came from kemet and they stole all of everything that they represent over there from kemet so you can always go back to 820, Al Moon blows a hole in the pyramid or busts a hole with vinegar, whatever, however he broke in. Um, anyway, that's what that is, right? Now, let's take a look at our guy Kyrie real quick, right? Let's take a look at our guy Kyrie real quick, right? And now Kyrie is not wearing number 11 no more. So if the number 11 is not available when you join the team, what number does Kyrie have on now, people? Does he have on a random number? No, he has on the number two because one plus one is two. It's just that simple. The number two represents the number 11. That's why he's wearing the number two now in Dallas because somebody already had 11, so he had to take number two. Now, were Kyrie and King James born to play together? Will Kyrie ever get a ring without his ball mate? I don't think so. I think Kyrie was born to play with LeBron, right? And I think he made a mistake um, when he left LeBron and he understands that. And now he's doing, he's do, he's going to do whatever needs to be done to get back with LeBron. Um, and I think LeBron also understands that. And he's going to make sure that he gets Kyrie back. That, those are just my predictions looking at these numbers. It could play out different because you got business interests and a lot of other people that don't want to see that happen. You know, they know the power of uniting Kyrie and LeBron. So they probably want to like not let that happen again. This is the this is the the Kareem magic, the Mike and Scotty. It's Kyrie and LeBron. It's not LeBron and AD. Respect to AD. AD is after death. No, we got to put the. Yeah, no, we got to get LeBron and Kyrie. Anyway, pay attention. K is the 11th letter in the alphabet. Right. Kyrie is born on the 11th. His dad and his uncle that he refers to a lot. You know, I'm from the Bronx. So Raj Strickland special to us. You could get hurt fucking. You, like in certain places, you, you might get punched in the face if you talk out of pocket about Raj Strickland. You know what I'm saying? Because Raj Strickland had little basketball tournaments for us when we was little knuckleheads. And, you know, it, so some of us have, have appreciation for Raj Strickland growing up in the Bronx. You know, I'm from 158th Street, Concourse Village side. You know what I'm saying? But I went to school and like my second home was um, even south, even more south of the South Bronx, you know, Patterson Projects. My Haven Projects, Mitchell Projects, Cypress Avenue, you know, St. Mary's. That's that's that was that was where I was at my heyday. That's why my first child I made over there. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to Party Audie. May he rest in greatness. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's that whole neighborhood, right? Um, but anyway, Kyrie, um, K is the 11th letter. 
Kyrie's born on the 11th. His dad and his uncle wore number 11. If you add up the letters, right? Kyrie is five letters, Irving is six. So Kyrie Irving is 11 letters long. Kyrie only played 11 college basketball games at Duke. He only played 11 games. And then in 2011, he joined the Cavs. He scored his 11,000th point on March 11th. His deal with Nike is $11 million a year. Now, I'm telling you, this stuff going to start getting crazy, right? Raj Strickland was born on July 11th. His dad is born on January 11th. Uncle Drew, the movie, came out on the 29th, 2 plus 9 is 11, of 2018. 2 plus 1 is 3, plus 8 is 11. That's another set of 11s. And how much money did the movie total in the box office? $47 million. 47. Now, we got to deal with this guy. Because I can't say that basketball is masonry unless we talk about the creation of the sport. And this is where, for me, it becomes the most obvious. This gentleman here with the ball in the basket is James Naismith. He is credited as being the inventor of basketball. What many people don't know is that when asked, how did he make up the game of basketball? His answer was, his favorite game was duck on a rock. Duck on a rock. His favorite game was duck on a rock. Duck on a rock is a game that you play with three rocks. <laughs> Duck on a rock is a game that you play with three stones. You take a big stone and you put a medium stone on top of the big stone. And then you take your smallest stone and you try to throw the small stone at the medium stone to see if you can knock it off of the big stone. I was in tears. Listen to when I tell you I was in tears cracking up laughing at how dumb the masses are not paying attention. Like this is just low hanging fruit, low hanging fruit. And the story is he was trying to play uh, duck on a rock and he had a basket. And so he was playing duck on a rock with a basket and one of the rocks accidentally fell into the basket when the basket tipped over. And then he started trying to get the rocks into the basket. And so now you got this elaborate. So now from there, of duck on a rock, somehow from duck on a rock, you got you got this here. How, how you get how you get this here? How you get all this complicated geometry from playing with three rocks in the woods? Huh? 
You telling me you got all this complicated geometry from duck on a rock? Nigga, where, when, how, Sway? Sway does not have the answers. Neither does Ye. Right? Yeah, I mean to bring out all the way back, but it just, it's insane to, for you to think that throwing three rocks at each other created this, this incredibly complex game of geometry. Right? Now, when we take it a step further, James Naismith was initiated and he was a worshipful master. So this is not, this is not happenstance. This is not coinky dink. This is not, so you have a, a, a beyond master Mason telling you that he was playing with three stones when he created this complex system of geometry. So I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there, right? So now let's go to Joe Folks. Joe Folks, the Billy Goat, Mr. 26. Why Mr. 26? Because he averaged 26. And when he averaged 26, that, that was like the highest average of all time at the time. 26, like, oh, 26. And because he averaged 26, jumping Joe became the first GOAT of the NBA. And he set a lifetime scoring record of 8,003 points. And if we look at that, we clearly see it's 38 backwards. And of course, we know that that 38 is a number 11 again. And how many years did Mr. Folks play in the NBA? Eight years at the city of brotherly love very interesting eight years mr 26 played for eight thousand three points right now here is your man osiris this is the osiris of the nba 72 nba records died on october 12 1999 at age 63. And I purposely left Kobe out of this because the numbers with Kobe is too scary. And I, I'm still kind of emotionally involved with the Kobe situation. So I, I left Kobe out. Right. But I just want to show you these things so that you understand basketball is masonry. If you love basketball, you already love masonry. You might as well just get initiated and, and join a lodge. Now, I can't even say that because most lodges is BS. You're not going to learn what I'm showing you there. So I'm going to have to figure out how to get you guys all situated that are interested in, in joining up now so that you, you know, stay interested, you know, and you don't join a lodge and they trying to hit you in the head for money. And then they got a hundred different cookouts that you mandatory. You got to go to support everybody cookout and cake sale and candy sale and all kind of foolishness. And there's no spiritual development going on. There's no uh, mental development going on, right? So, but anyway, Bill Russell, 
captain of the 56 gold medal Olympic team. 56 gold medal Olympic team. Five plus six is 11. Bill Russell also had 11 rings. Now, mind you, this is going through the goats. We started with the first. Now we had the most notable, which was Wilt and Bill Russell. These was your goats right here. Bill Russell and Wilt. Wilt has 72 records. Bill Russell had 11 rings, right? 11. So these right here is just some, um, some extra data that I was grabbing as LeBron was on the run to the throne, right? So here's the game he had against the Pelicans. They scored 126 points. Right, they lost, but it scored 126. Now, that 126 is obviously number nine, right? But also, 26 and one is a very popular motif in the Bible. The Bible does a lot of fractions, but Egyptian fractions, where everything is over one or under one, it's always an and one motif, like and one. Think about the, the thing we think of in the basketball. Even that and one, that's a part of basketball, right? And one. Yo, and one, right? And one, ref. The Bible is all about and one. Think about the, we start right in the beginning, the creation. It's not seven days. It's six days and one, right? Six days of work and one day of rest. So six and one. It's not seven because it's not seven straight days of work. It's six and one. Right. So it's an and one. You got to deal with that and one. That and one always pop up. Anyway, in that game, LeBron scored 27. In that game, LeBron scored 27. Right. Um, now, on the day, the 38th day of the year. Right. 38th day of the year. And remember, I said I predicted it. I was like, yo, it's going to either be on the seven or the nine. You know what I'm saying? It came on the seven. Right. The seventh was the 38th day of the year. Now, check this out. Me and Chase watching the game. Right. Hold on. I got yeah, I to get y'all tuned. I got to get y'all tapped in with me. Hold on, man. Hold on, man. We got to talk about this shit. Right. So me and Chase watching the game and. Chase be trying to play devil advocate sometime with me, which is cool. That's my guy. He's get, getting into his man thing. You know what I'm saying? He got hair on his nuts. You know what I'm saying? His underarms getting funky. If You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, it's all good. So we put a bet on it because I'm like, bro, I was, I was saying by the numbers, it's going to have to be the February 7th or February 9th, right? And when he came in with the all black suit, come on, fella. All the bros already know. He came in with the black suit on. It's dope. He came in to do work. <laughs> he came. He came to work. He came to do work. You know what I'm saying? So once I seen that, I was like, okay. So here's the bet, Chase. I bet you he scored 38 points tonight because he needed 36 to break the record. He only needed 36 to break the record, but to be universally sound, he needed 38 on the 38th day of the year to break the 38,000 point record at 38 years old. You see what I'm saying? All this. 
So Chase like, I bet. How much we going to bet, dad? I'm like, we're going to bet 38 push-ups. That's what we're going to bet, 38 push-ups. If LeBron scores under 38 or over 38, I'll get down and do the push-ups. But if LeBron scores 38 on the dot, you owe me. Not only do you owe me push-ups, but you, <laughs> you owe me a peace of mind. So when LeBron breaks the record in the third quarter, bruh, he broke the record in the third quarter. Like everything is like right out in your face. So he breaks the record in the third quarter, 36 points, 36 points in three quarters. Ah, you know what a quarter is? Hold on. Do you know what a quarter is? A quarter is one fourth of a, a quarter is one fourth of a, Right. So a quarter is 90 degrees. That's a square. So each quarter is a square. That's why you have four quarters. Basketball is broken into four quarters. Each one of them is a square. So in three quarters, LeBron scores 36. He breaks the record. Chase is talking super greasy. Now, mind you, we celebrate and we're not looking like AD. We going crazy. Ah! We losing it. LeBron break the record. I'm talking about we tore my room up. So in the mix of that, though, Chase is like getting super cocky because LeBron was looking super crazy. The three was wet. You know, LeBron either is zero for a thousand or he's like. That's why his 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 shooting uh, percentage is like 30, 40 percent because he comes out on nights and he's he's like 90 percent. <laughs> Or zero. That's how LeBron do. So once we saw that thing dropping, it was over. And then we saw Shannon getting excited. Shannon get excited. We get excited. But we damn near. Shannon is a part of our household. You know what I'm saying? Shannon Sharp is like damn near a, a uncle. You know what I'm saying? So we see Shannon getting excited. We getting excited. So Chase is starting to talk super reckless. He like that. It's over. You see what LeBron doing tonight? He definitely scoring more than 38, bro. He, he just scored 36 in three quarters. There's no way that he's going to only score two points in the fourth quarter, bro. I'm like, trust me, this is the universal order. If LeBron try to score more than 38, he might twist his ankle or something, bro. Like, this is why this is another reason why you got to know these things. Because if you know what the universal limit is, you know how to stay safe. Right. So notice that game, LeBron scored 38 points and then subbed himself out at what? 38 seconds to go. 37.7 seconds, LeBron subs out. So he even came out the game at 38. He scored 38 and came out the game with 38 to go. I'm trying to tell y'all, man, this is crazy. So anyway, Chase was getting all excited and hype and all this and all that. I'm like, nah, bro. It's it's a wrap. He he's he's got to stick to the he got to stick to the script. He got to stick to the script. He ain't got no choice. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, hold on. Let's get back over here because we got a lot of slides and we spend a lot of time on this NBA thing, but it's important. So anyway, where we at on here? All right. Wait, he broke the record. Third on the seventh, let's double up. Yeah, he talking super reckless. And so 
the 38-year-old record set. Now, mind you, the record is set, set by Kareem, and Kareem is seven foot two. Right. So the seven foot two guy that's born in in 47. Oh, y'all might have not know that part about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He was born in 47. So the seven foot two guy born in 47 that set the record, he had his record. Now, mind you, he set the record the year LeBron was born. And LeBron was born under the GOAT sign in the year that the record was set. So LeBron is now six foot nine, 38 years old to break the 38,000 year old record, uh, 38,000 point record rather, that was 38 years old. Um, and many people didn't pay attention, but the 38,000 points that LeBron scored to break the record, that's regular season. That doesn't take into account his playoff points. When you add in his playoff points, he is, he has a grand total of 47,000 points. So he broke the record at 38,000, but he has a total of 47,000 points. You see what I'm saying? I just hope that y'all see what I'm saying. And then, you know, um, just in case you wasn't sure if this is a real thing, he has 11-11 tattooed on his hand, right? That's his hand right there. You see, it's 11-11 on it. So, you ain't got to take my word for it, right? You ain't got to take my word for it. You ain't got to take my word for it, right? So now, as soon as he hits the shot, he gives props and reverence to the bird man, shoe, right? That's what this, that's what this um, posture is, right? Flying, wings out. Wings up, wings up, <laughs> wings up, right? You know what I'm talking about. Some of y'all do anyway. Wings up, right? Look at how much money he gets paid a year, right? All of the number signatures, right? Now, look at this ceremony that you saw right in front of you taking place, right? Pay very close attention. I want you to look at Kareem's jacket. Now, the first thing you got to notice is this is a jam-packed temperature-controlled building. So it's a temperature-controlled building, but it's jam-packed to capacity with people jumping around and getting drunk. So what does that mean? That means it's way too damn hot in there for Kareem to have on a buttoned-up leather jacket. So that means the jacket was significant to the ritual. The jacket significant to the ritual. Remember who Adidas is as a company.
Make sure y'all sharing this video. And this right here, <laughs> when I was on Brother Crumb, shout out to the brother MOI. MOI is a active 43rd degree Mason and 90 degree Mason. So, you know, he'll say some things on video that I won't say, but I will show you these things um, and allow you to be able to put them in your mental Rolodex. Um, if you guys want to go back and watch that video, you can do that. You can do that also. But this right here is the most Masonic gesture of the entire situation. Like this right here is the icing on the cake. This right here clearly defines what's going on. Now, why do I have Thomas Sowell here? Because Thomas Sowell is the GOAT of economics. So we have been GOAT conversations. Thomas got to be up in here. But no, Thomas Sowell, go read his books. He has spent his entire life dedicated to teaching Black folks that crime and drugs is not Black culture. It comes from Southern Europeans. And I have him here. And I have that there because I echo those sentiments. And that is the reason why we're taking this look at the NBA so you can understand that Black culture is Freemasonry, period. We have never been anything else, nor have Black men ever wanted to be anything else. Once Masonry and the love of Masonry is restored, the culture will shift. They say, man, so many, you know, how you take care of your children, isn't it? I learned that through these principles. That's how I was raised, right? And you guys got to tap back in. Now, this right here is a couple of things, a couple of clips from LeBron's movie, House Party. House Party is an instant favorite. You know, this year, the movie theater were particularly poor on the holidays for children and family movies. So um, we was excited when House Party came out. Um, and I was blown away. I had no idea that I was going to see a series of Masonic initiations in a, in a, in a family movie. But that's what this is. This is the most overtly Masonic movie ever. And I loved it. I loved it. We getting the DVD, the Blu-ray, the digital, whatever. Like we getting, we going to support this in every kind of way. This is, and I suggest y'all go see it, right? But anyway, I'll give you some pointers. I I could have did like a long movie breakdown, but I didn't want to take away from the movie. I don't want anybody to feel like they saw the movie or, you know, we did a spoiler, right? I want you to go support the movie because it's an amazing movie. You'll like it. Your children will love it. It's, it's, it's good. It's worth your 10, 20 bucks to go see it. Um, or get it on pay-per-view DVD whenever it come out, whatever. But support the movie is dope. So the movie is centered around the brother on the left, right? Where you see perfect or higher self. 
on the right is his lower self, right? And I'm just using those for points of reference. You know, I don't subscribe to that. But um, you can also say the rough stone or the rough ashlar and the more perfected um, stone or ashlar. So when you see the story, obviously it's two actors, but they're actually playing only one character. And the movie will let you know that because they're actually, the two of them are wearing only one suit. That's a whole storyline behind them splitting the suit and this whole thing. Anyway, um, he has a girlfriend named Venus and a daughter named Destiny, right? A girlfriend named Venus, a daughter named Destiny. The three ruffians are there, right? And then we have Cuddy. Cuddy is there with the blue and white sweater representing the Blue Lodge, and his hair is red. Red hair represents the Red Lodge, the Red House, right? Or the Royal, the Holy Royal Arch, right? Um, and then he has the apple in his hand, and that apple is a shout out to Isaac Newton because Isaac Newton was a ghostwriter. Isaac Newton was Drake back in the days. You know what I'm saying? Isaac Newton is the first Drake. He's the first ghostwriter. And he ghost wrote some of the degrees. Right? So the degrees that we know of in masonry, particularly the first three, Isaac Newton was a ghostwriter on that. And he ghost wrote through his assistant. And, you know... You know, I got names, dates, faces, and times for you and all that today. But anyway, that's what you're looking at right here. Cuddy is representing masonry. And here is the, um, here's the, here's, if you thought, if you thought for a second we were looking too deeply, here's your mosaic tile, here are your initiates, and they've been given working tools. And yes, all of this is in the movie. <laughs> like, so like, like I said, I've never seen it more blatantly, but it's an amazing movie. And it's an amazing movie because of that. That's that maybe why I love it so much because of what they put in it. But I suggest you go see it with your family. Your, your kids will love it. You'll love it. Especially now that you know all that's in there. You'd be sitting in there maybe with the notebook out. Right. I just had to put this guy in here. I had to put him in here because his story is important to the NBA. His story is important to the NBA. Right now, here is the source of the number 11 and why the number 11 is um, coded throughout our game, basketball. Because the number 11 is the symbol of the solar ring the solar ring, right? This is the real ring of life and light. The real ring of life and light. This is the real gold ring right here, right? Not make-believe, this is the real thing. The sun has 11 year solar cycles. And everything from Wall Street to everything runs on this solar cycle. And you've had a lot of people in the finance world make a lot of money by understanding this 11-year cycle. So um, 
you know, if you guys don't know about that 11 year cycle and you are into investments and all that kind of stuff, I want you to go look up this 11 year cycle and how it influences the economy and then send me larger cash apps and, you know, make sure you on the highest program in the Patreon since you getting ready to start quadrupling your earnings courtesy of this video. Right. Okay. Okay, so we, we're not even going to get to the tau sign in the brain, right? So, yeah, this is real science, people. I, I promise you. I know that y'all been listening to a lot of goofballs, say a lot of crazy stuff about masonry that are not even masons. But this is a very real science, right? So <clears throat> we're going all day today. It's a marathon, but we are going to try to shut the videos down after we um like every so often just to keep the video short so i'm saying that to say after these messages will be right but no we're getting ready to shut this down and we're coming right back so don't go anywhere just know that we're turning this video off and we're going to start the next live immediately so go to the bathroom Call up your people, tell them that Inky just did the craziest video on masonry you ever seen in your life. And yeah, let's get it to LeBron. Let's get this video to LeBron. So LeBron can say, man, that video was so amazing, brother. What would you like? What can I pay you to get you to come teach us? I'll be like, I don't want no cash. I just want to hang out with Drake and Kanye for the afternoon. <laughs> nah, I'm crazy. I'm um, anyway, I'll see y'all in a few minutes. See y'all in a few minutes. After these messages.